Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Voice of America, the official podcast of the People's National Party. I'm your host, Owen, and on today's episode, we're going to be discussing the overall degradation and degeneracy of our modern society and culture here in America and around the world. Um, It's really unfortunate that it's come to this. You know, Western civilization has been the beacon of hope for so much of the world throughout these past 500 years, and we really are getting to the point where Satan has infested our our people and our culture, and we need to find ways to fight back. But first, of, first off, we have to address the problem and the fact that this is happening in our day-to-day lives and on a broader societal level. So join us as we discuss the issue, look at the facts, and hopefully find some solutions to this really devastating problem. So I think it's first important to acknowledge the the situation we have in our hands of our culture and our history and our traditions and our values and our beliefs being torn down figuratively and literally in the name of social justice. I think it's important to acknowledge that first and and accept the reality before we even do anything. Because the vast majority of Americans I know deep down do not want what is happening to Western civilization to happen, but they're going along with it because it's the new normal. It's the modern culture that's taken over. So here's some statistics for those of you who may not be completely convinced or want some more details on this issue. One in six Gen Z adults in America now identify as LGBTQ. Almost 70% of U.S. adults last year supported the Black Lives Matter and Antifa riots. Thankfully, that number has dropped down to below 50% now. However, this should serve as a warning that shows you what can happen when people are so built up with all this emotion and they express it through a political movement that can gain traction within literally days and weeks of whatever issue it is. So, for example, George Floyd is, um, George Floyd dies, and within days, the entire country is tearing down statues, which brings me to my next point. The destruction of our architecture and our culture. We all know about the businesses being burned and destroyed, the Nike stores, the Targets, and whatever other big stores were being, you know, torched and um, crumbled to the ground, basically, by these riots. But also, statues... Not just statues of Robert E. Lee or Confederate um, generals, but statues of Theodore Roosevelt and Abraham Lincoln, which, yes, that did happen. Those two statues in Portland, Oregon, did get torn down by rioters. And then you have the people who incite the violence. A lot of people attacked Trump for inciting violence on January 6th. Even though they're hypocrites because they don't understand that people like AOC incited violence, people like Kamala Harris incited this violence. Joe Biden, our own president, incited this type of violence in the streets. AOC, for an example, 
went on social media talking about how St. Damien of Malakoy, who has a statue, a statue in the Capitol building in Washington, D.C., should be taken down because he doesn't represent Hawaiian culture. A little backstory behind St. Damien, if you're not aware, he was a Catholic priest, very extremely humble servant of the Lord, who traveled um, all the way to a remote island in Hawaii in the 19th century to, kill, to heal lepers who uh, were being cast away by the rest of the, the people of Hawaii. And they were left to die on this remote island. And he went there to heal them. He healed hundreds and hundreds of people. He dug their graves when he couldn't save them. And he eventually ended up dying about, well, I think, 10 to 15 years later after living there and being exposed to these castaways. Um, he was an amazing man, and he, he's celebrated in Hawaiian history and culture. And, uh, and AOC said that he should be taken down, his statue. It's things like this that really lead you to understand that what kind of a situation we are in as the people of the Western world. Our ancestors built this great civilization hundreds and hundreds of years ago, and we're destroying it. And as I said in the beginning, I do believe that Satan has begun his control of our society and our culture and our people. Because the normal, decent-minded, moral human being would never do such a thing like this. There would never be so much violence and chaos in the streets in America and in Europe and all around the world. A, a normal, decent human being would not do something like this. Only evil spirits could infect a society and a culture in such a drastic way as we are seeing now. Because Western civilization has brought so much greatness to our lives, but we never focus on it. We only focus on the negative, depressing, saddening aspects of our world, which is really disappointing. But the fact of the matter is that Western civilization, through the 500 years, roughly, of its existence, have brought unbelievable change to our lives that we could not stand to live without. Basic things like individual freedom, the uh, thought and reasoning of our, of our modern system of logic and interpretation of the world, new science and technology that revolutionized our world. These are just some of the basic, basic things that have made Western civilization and Europe and and the West here in, in America truly a beacon of hope, as I said in the intro, to the world. Almost every single country on every single continent has tried to repeat the success of America and the success of, uh, of Western Europe. Because we are so prosperous, not just economically, but also on a social level with the people and how they interact. And that's really what it comes down to. You know, it's one, we can debate about economics and views on fiscal policy and 
all sorts of stuff. And we can get all divided over that. But if we have some basic, basic core principles and values that unite us all, we can always overcome obstacles. We can always unite. But we don't do that. And and that's really the root of the problem that we have in our modern society. We have destroyed all that has united us in our past. With America, it's kind of difficult because we're a very young country compared to the rest of the world. You look at a lot of European countries, they've been able to, they've stood the test of time because they've had those core values that they've been able to unite over. Same thing with the Far East in Asia, um, you know, countries like Japan and China. They have lasted for centuries because they have core values and beliefs that have remained unchanged over time, that have been passed on from generation to generation. And through all the war and conflict and changing of leadership and rulers, they have all been able, in some way or another, the common people have been able to unite with those culture, cultural values that we are losing in our own society. Um, we used to be able to unite over basic things like religion and faith for the most part. Of course, that's dropping. Now we live in a society where less than 50% of U.S. adults identify as religious or go to church or some type, some type of um, religious building to worship on a weekly basis. And that that's... I mean, once you take away religion from a society, that's really when your society starts to crumble, when you become a secular um, a mess, secular mess. Beyond that, we used to unite over other things that made us uniquely American, things like the flag or things like freedom, just the word freedom or independence, liberty. We used to unite over that stuff on 4th of July or in times of war, something like that. We can't even do that now because all of those things are racist. The flag's racist and sexist, and it represents colonization. Fourth of July is just a, a day to celebrate racism and sexism, supposedly. We can't put our hand on our heart for the national anthem, a beautiful, beautiful song that represents um, America's perseverance and success. We can't do these basic things that unite us, the few things that did unite us. And thus, we live in a society that is so conflicted that we can never unite. And we saw the entirety of a conflicted society in America play out in the Civil War. We really had very few things to unite over, and thus, our disagreements. Um, overwhelmed the the positive unifying aspects and thus we have a war brother and brother fight against each other i don't want to see that again i don't want to see someone who has different political views than me take up arms to fight against me because it's just not right and we are better than this and we know that so what do we do we got to do something. Otherwise, our few chances we have left to preserve our culture that has lasted so long, that has 
brought about so much change and reform and overall just beauty and greatness to the human race. We got to preserve it. Otherwise, we're going to be in a really bad situation. And, you know, I really think it starts with religion. Um, Re-implementing religion into our society and our culture, especially targeting the younger generations who are falling behind when it comes to supporting a religion or specifically, in our case, Christianity. Here's an example. Um, In Russia, about 5% of Russians support gay marriage. It turns out about 90% of Russians are religious, most of them being Orthodox Christians. In Ukraine, their neighbor to the east, about 7% of Ukrainians support gay marriage. And it turns out about 85 to 90% of Ukrainians are religious. However, when you get farther and farther to Western Europe, to France and Spain and the United Kingdom, Less and less people are religious, and more and more people are supportive of our degenerate modern culture and society. Um, You could blame that, some of that, to the amount of diversity of culture that is in these countries. As many Europeans would be able to tell you, you know, especially in Western Europe, the new diversity of so many different cultures and races and ethnicities has led to really um, a mix of culture that isn't doesn't always work out well, and um, and ultimately a more liberal, progressive, and modernist society that breaks away from traditional values, whether they be Christian traditional values or Islamic traditional values. When those things like blend together, that that's not good. That's really where you get to the point where um, your society begins to fall apart. You know. Now, as for how do we implement those values back into our society, those religious values specifically, um, it really starts with the moral leadership, moral religious leadership that believes in the people and the culture. And its ability to prosper. So that connects social views and economic views together, right? You can't have, you can't vote in a leftist who is a secular leftist who doesn't believe in Christian social values, but may you may agree with economically. Someone like AOC, for example. You also can't put someone in like a mainstream conservative who may be religious but only believes in crony capitalism and not actually using the economic system to help the people. Now, here at the People's National Party, we believe in bringing the best of both worlds together so that no longer the religious people of America or the traditionalist or the anti-modernists have to choose between one or the other. That is what we want to do. We want to provide that third way alternative that unites 
the religious people and their economic views of a moral economic and social system that helps the people, not the corporations or the government officials. And that brings me to the economic aspect of this, because I really do believe that if you want to change the social values of a society, you have to restructure the economy to fit those social values. So I'll give you an example. If we want a society that has a nuclear family and traditional marriage, we're going to have to structure the economy so that a family, large families, can live off of one single income from that household. So the man can go out and labor and produce an income, and so that the mother can stay home and care for the children and educate them. That is a very traditional Western view. Um, Unfortunately, we live in a society that um, glorifies daycare and public and private education, taking children away from their parents, and most importantly, taking the mother out of the household so that she has to support the children. That's not right. The mother shouldn't have to choose between loving and nurturing her young babies and children versus going out and getting a boring nine to five that's going to bring in a cup, uh, some extra income. Otherwise, to, to, you know, to just stay afloat. That's, that's not how a society is supposed to work, especially the moral religious society that we're hoping for. Uh, that's why here at the People's National Party, we support distributism. Not socialism, not capitalism, right? Not big government or big business, and definitely not a mixed economy in which Hilaire Belloc predicted the servile state where big government and big business collude to exploit the working man. We don't want something like that because that's what we have in America now. We want a system, an economic system, as if God and the family mattered. And that is what we are hoping to implement. We can do the work. We know how to do the work. We need the people. We need the movement. We can start now. And in many years, we will be able to restructure and reestablish the Christian nation that America is. The moral, righteous just nation that cares for its people, both financially and socially, that supports its values, and that loves and celebrates our traditions and customs. That is the America I envision. That is the America that we envision here at the People's National Party, and that I know for a fact is the dream and goal of every single American citizen. We know how to accomplish this. So let's get it done. And that will conclude our third episode of everyone. I hope you really enjoyed it. I know I enjoyed making it very much. And uh, as always, I would ask if you could please subscribe uh, to stay up to date with the podcast and the party. Uh, We're growing a movement here, and uh, we need all the support we can get. Uh, if you have any questions about the podcast or the party, you're cons- wondering about becoming a member or you want to learn more about us and our views, you can always check out our website or email us and or contact us through social media. Once again, 
My name is Owen, and this is The Voice of America. God bless.